Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know what you think about the episode. If there's a particular guest or topic you'd like to have on, we're always checking your comments on there and love to be able to take your suggestions and then get them onto future episodes. Today, I'm going to be joined by Jeremy from Thermotech and wanted to chat with him about turbo blankets, exhaust wraps, also things for the cabin. So if we're doing like a restoration, um, need to limit the heat in there or a sound barrier. So I'm looking forward to learning more about their company, their products and ways that we can make our trucks more comfortable. Before we get to it, though, I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Kershaw Knives. If you go to kershaw.kaiusa.com and use code diesel2023, you get 20% off orders over $50 and free shipping. So if you're in the market, for a knife for hunting, fishing, EDC, something around the job site, around the house. They've definitely got you covered. They've had a ton of new releases in 2023. So there's a whole bunch of choices for uh, different knives based on like the the blade shape, the handle material, um, different types of steel. So if you're in the market, definitely make sure, head on over, check them out. Use code DIESEL2023 for 20% off and free shipping over $50. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Jeremy from Thermotech and talking about ways we can reduce under hood temperatures and also protect the engine bay. Jeremy, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. Look forward to chatting with you today. I've seen your products for years uh, around diesel trucks and race trucks and tons of different applications, and we've never really covered it on the podcast. So I'm looking forward to learning more about yourself, uh, Thermotech, and then ways to protect our vehicles, what's in the engine bay from heat and just really get a little bit better performance um, out of our vehicles. So welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Patrick. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, look forward to sharing all of the info I can with you. If we could start, tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do at Thermotech, and then the company, like the history and, and how you guys got into this, um, you know, particular part of automotive, and then you know the racing side's huge, um, but how that has sort of progressed into a bunch of different products that you guys offer. Yeah, so uh, we started in '86 uh, with the original product with the exhaust wrap, and then. Uh, actually began the business officially in 87. Um, and the exhaust wrap was just kind of a way to, uh, we were trying to find, my father actually was trying to find a material to help keep you from getting burned when you were working on something, uh, any any kind of car, race car specifically, at had a drag car at the time and trying to keep from getting burned on the headers. Um, found the material um, and then nobody was using it for that kind of application, started doing some testing and uh, just developed it from there and uh, came out with the exhaust wrap. And from there, we've, um, you know, been exposed to every different kind of racing and uh, heat issue in any kind of different racing and developed different products to combat those issues. Um, myself personally, like I said, my father owns the company. Um, and I've kind of been around the whole, the whole company and every avenue, whether it's sales or the marketing side and dealing with social media to uh, the sponsorships, which is mainly where I'm at now as, as I handle sponsorships um, as well as manage the warehouse. So I oversee all the shipping and receiving um, handle tech calls whenever, you know, if somebody else is, is booked up with somebody, 
uh, and they need somebody to answer a phone call, I'll do that. Uh, kind of, kind of all over the place. Anything that needs to be done, I can do it. Um, and just try to make the company run as smoothly as possible. It seems like there's a picture on the website of a race vehicle and I could see the exhaust going kind of up over the roof and I could see the need for having, <laughs> keeping the heat away you know, yeah. from it, which is where my experience comes in is like on compound kits, um, down pipes, the, the different piping involved with it. That's where I would always see it. And I think that, you know, we think of the heat that a diesel engine generates, whether it's highly modified or even like, you know, the new ones and, and how warm they run. So I can see, I can see the need to be able to offer products to keep that heat in certain areas or even help with performance. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, especially the diesel engines, the turbos, um, and the high horsepower, they, it generates a lot of heat. So uh, a product like ours is, is pretty vital to those components and not only, um, keeping under hood temperatures down, but also keeping heat in the turbo to reduce turbo lag, uh, and spool up time, things like that. So, um, yeah, if you can keep under temperatures down, you keep intake temperatures down as well as um, keeping those gases hotter going into the hot side of the turbo and, and increasing power that way. So, um, yeah. We are chatting a little bit before the podcast and um, you had mentioned you know, working on the gas side and being really familiar with it. And I was curious as a company that offers products for so many different applications, are there certain things that the diesel crowd will need or want that's a little bit different that you guys tackled or is it kind of the same principle of being able to offer similar products maybe for a little bit bigger piping or something like that but how different or similar is it um yeah i mean all of our all of our products can be applied in gas or diesel um the only thing that is specific to the diesel would be the turbo covers the rest of it is universal and that is one thing that we have really strived to uh model the business around as being uh, able to universally cover any vehicle or any heat issue, whether it's a diesel, a gas, uh, we deal with airplanes, motorhomes, boats. Um, and we even have people that call in about their stoves being too hot next to their cabinets. So we have products that use get used in household applications as well. So um, yeah, if you have a heat issue, whether it's in your vehicle or in your house, we can help. It's one of the things with diesel enthusiasts there's so many other things that they're involved in whether it's racing they might tow their gas race car to the track but they're using a diesel to do it or there's atvs involved or there's so many different things and so it's really cool to chat with a company that has products for not just their diesel trucks but then venturing out into other platforms or or other uses i, w I wanted to chat a bit because like i said my being familiar with it or exposed to it. I always thought of downpipes and different piping that's involved in, and my second thought with that was, okay, what if I don't have a race truck? What if I just have a stocker or something that's mildly modified? Are there benefits that I can get to a turbo cover to um, some of the exhaust wraps, things like that to be able to help with performance or keep that heat kind of centralized to wherever that pipe is with all the things that are inside of an engine bay now? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Um, you want to keep that heat from radiating out into other components and damaging different things around. Um, and especially with, like you said, the newer vehicles, um, the, the engine bays are so compact with so many different things and different plastics and lines running everywhere that have no insulation on them or anything like that, that, you know, a company like us, we are able to really 
use a lot of our products to cover different components in a, in a tight engine bay like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's something that's very vital and, and very useful. Um, whether, like you said, it's a race truck or a daily driver. Um, and yeah, the, the downpipe emits a lot of heat. So, you know, using our exhaust wrap on, on a downpipe is, is pretty vital. Um, as well as using those turbo covers and keeping that heat in the hot side. Something I was just thinking of was the longevity or, or the heat cycles, I guess is probably a better word that these components can take. Is there, and this might be a loaded question. It probably is, but like, is there a certain lifespan or a certain time frame that, you know, say this is going to last because of the tremendous heat that's involved in the downpipe, the exhaust pipe or the exhaust housing on a turbo, all the different parts of it. Yeah. Uh, so the turbo covers last significantly longer. They're not, you know, they're kind of up away from anywhere that any kind of uh, rain or dirt or anything that could be kicked up underneath the vehicle get to something like a downpipe. The The turbo covers last. Um, there's really a lot of variables at play, obviously, but um, realistically, if you use them and you're not in a racing application, one of our turbo covers will, will last the lifetime of your vehicle. If it is a racing application, there again, those variables at play. Um, the harder you run it, the more it's going to abuse that material. So, you know, you can get a couple years out of them. It's not something that you have to replace yearly. Uh, you probably get three, four years out of a turbo cover if you're racing it. Um, now, the exhaust wrap would be a little bit more of a um, of something that you'd have to replace sooner. Uh, being exposed to different elements and things like that, regardless of what it is, just the exhaust and being wrapped is going to be closer to the ground and, and things hitting it. So you typically, um, there again, if it's a racing application, you probably have to rewrap depending on the amount you race. If it's a season long thing all year, you know, once or twice throughout the season, you're going to have to rewrap that ex that whole exhaust system there. The next part that I started to think about when I, when I was looking through your product line was the coatings. And, yeah. you know, I think like with, with race season or just racing in general, usually the guys are pulling the engines out, hopefully just at the end of the season, but sometimes, um, you know, at the start, or I talk with a lot of truck owners who are planning a build and they're doing it, you know, from the ground up. So I started to think about the firewall underneath the truck itself, how close some of the exhaust piping can get to these parts. Can you tell me a bit about the coatings? Yeah, so the coatings are just a uh, a spray paint that can handle high temperatures. That's that's it. There there's no thermal quality to them. They're not like a ceramic coat or anything like that. Um, but what we use them for is after you wrap your system, you can then take that coating and coat the wrap, and it'll help kind of seal up the wrap a little bit, uh, add an extra layer of of uh, of product to the wrap, and keep any kind of uh, liquid or anything from being able to penetrate it. And also some people like the look of their wrap being a certain color. Um, and after a certain period of time, regardless of which of our wraps you go with, they're going to bleach white pretty much from dealing with that excessive heat like you talked about. So using that coating, you can kind of bring back that color. Uh, the wrap is still going to perform, but that color is going to go away that's in the, the fibers themselves. So you can just bring that back and, and make it look new again without having to replace it. Now, is there a step, say, beyond that with like heat shielding and different things? Because once we once we address the piping, the turbo cover, um, you know, use some of the the coatings. Is there another step beyond that if we want to, you know, protect components or a certain part of the engine bay even more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have our uh, our clamp on pipe shields that you can actually pipe on or clamp on right over 
that portion of the exhaust where it's already wrapped. Now, you don't want to wrap the system more than once because you can actually over insulate it, you know, if you go with two passes of wrap over it. Um, but that clamp on pipe shield keeps an air gap, but also keeps the uh, heat that's coming out from that specific area from being able to get through to a component. And then you have other materials like our adhesive backed heat barrier or luminized heat barrier that can go on the firewall or on other components. Um, you can wrap your battery with our battery wrap. Um, and it's the same materials are adhesive back that's on the outside of that. So you'd be able to shield in, in multiple different ways uh, to keep heat away. I think one of the things when I think about these trucks being pushed as far as they are, and it, it doesn't have to necessarily just be with power. It could be with towing consistently, hot shotting is the safety factor. I think of all the tremendous heat that's there and just so much that, you know, it's around the piping, um, the batteries, how close they are, how much of this factors into a safety aspect or just being able to have that peace of mind that if we're generating tons of heat for hours at a time or quick bursts that are, you know, 15, 1600 degrees plus, right. that we don't have to worry about necessarily something else getting too hot along with it in the engine bay. Right. Yeah. Nothing else is going to get too hot because if, if applied correctly um, and the materials are used in the application they're designed to be, um, you will keep the heat in the areas that's supposed to be moving through the exhaust system out of your engine bay and protecting other components. And then another aspect of that, that's one thing uh, with like our clamp on pipe shields, the fiberglass material on the back is exposed. And some people in the diesel application, especially as you will know, is um, oil is everywhere when it comes to diesels. You have to deal with it on, on a consistent basis. Uh, you know, diesels leak, they do. And when you get something like that mixing into our materials, then you run the risk of something like, uh, like a fire because that oil is getting in and, and obviously catching fire. Um, but the material itself, there's no risk of that. It's, it's fiberglass. It's all proprietary uh, vermiculite coated. Everything is, is completely safe. And we do go through all the, the safety testing. Um, but there are aspects of it when it comes to keeping the other components from getting too hot or overheating or anything like that, that uh, we definitely think about when it comes to recommending a product or how to apply a product. And I think of, and I think of like exhaust wrap and, and heat protection, I've always thought of Thermotech, and this is something I'm just curious about as the company's grown since 86, 87 to now and, and had a lot of success, is how do you guys stay connected to the enthusiasts that's out there on the racetrack? Um, the, you know, the people that are out there performing, whether it's gas or diesel, the, the passion's still the same. But what do you guys do as a company to stay connected to your customers, the audience, potential customers? Well, social media is a big one that we're trying to uh, really figure out how to use correctly because that's obviously the way that everything's going. Um, but there's, uh, there are different programs around the country. Um, like Contingency Connection, for instance, is one that runs a lot of racetracks all around the country that we send banners and decals to. And, um, you know, people get discounts if uh, they perform so well a night or they they turn the fastest lap at a track or whatever. Um, they're able to get this booklet and have, you know, different contingency packages for different companies. And, and we take a part in that. And um, we're always trying to explore and also have people, you know, show us different things. You know, we're here to learn as well of ways that we can reach that the weekend racer to the people that are hardcore. Um, 
sponsorship with with different people and and really supporting um, the grassroots racer all the way up to the people who um, you know get paid to do it on a weekly basis are is something that we try to do and and really stay loyal and provide them with the best product that we can um, as often as we can. I think that relationship between the company and the racer or the customer is so important, whether like you mentioned, they're a weekend racer or a professional that's doing it. And that always catches my attention because the most successful companies that I've come across, they have that relationship with their customers or their racers across the country. And I wish it was more common. That's the reason I asked you because I see so much of what you guys do um, on social media, the website, or just personal people I know that race that use your guys' products. And I think for, you know, there's a lot of younger entrepreneurs who will listen to the podcast or somebody who's thinking about starting a diesel shop or they want to go racing and they'll ask for advice or they'll ask me to ask questions, um, you know, to a company. So I think that's incredibly important is that relationship and building it and then getting feedback. There might be ways that they use your products, might give you guys an idea. There might be things that they ask for. And I think that creates a really great relationship, not just for you guys and your customer, but then also the racing industry or the diesel industry in general. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that's one thing about our business is we are still um, very much the, the family oriented side of it is, is what we try to maintain and let people know that, um, you know, we, we embrace our customers um, in an aspect like that, that you can always call and you're going to talk directly to a person. You're always going to talk directly to somebody who's right there. And if they can't get you the answer themselves, they'll find you somebody who can. Um, and you know, that's, that's a huge part of it for us is trying to be as personable and, uh, available to connect with people as we can, uh, whether it's through Instagram messaging or email or, um, you know, those people that we sponsor, they have my direct cell phone number if they need something overnight. And, you know, I live right beside the shop pretty much. So I'll run over there and ship something out or whatever at, at any hour that they need it. So, um, yeah, we, we try to be very personable and, and very, um, connected to our our customers as often as we can one of the things that um, really grabbed my attention that you guys offer are sound and, and heat barriers and i don't know why but I've, I've always had this this goal to have like an older classic truck and i always think about how i would restore it and one of the first things i always think about is sound and heat and just yep. being able to do that it, have that benefit of driving it every day, but being able to put it into the cab itself. Can you tell me a bit about those products, how they're used? Um, what, you know, how people purchase them? Um, you know, what, what are the quantities that it comes in? Um, some of the benefits that it has. Yeah. So our, we have two main products for our sound and heat control. Um, they kind of mirror each other. Our ThermoGuard FR is more of our sound control or excuse me, heat control. And our suppressor mat is more of our sound control. Um, <clears throat> what we normally recommend is putting down that thermoguard first. It's a, it's a composite felt material with an aluminized face on one side. You lay that down, you're going to keep that heat from coming in the floorboards uh, and, and getting to the driver, keep that compartment comfortable. Um, the suppressor mat would actually, I apologize, I misspoke, would lay under that, would actually go on the bare metal itself to keep that, uh, that noise down. And then the thermoguard would go on top to keep the heat from coming through as well. Both have that aluminized face um, to keep the heat from coming out or coming in. So they both kind of mirror each other. And one does a little bit of heat 
and a lot of sound and one does a little bit of sound and a lot of heat. Um, but they're sold in, uh, like I said, the universal is how most of our products, actually all of our products are sold. Um, we don't do any of the vehicle specific cut just because that's a lot of time and money on our side that we would have to spend that, you know, we can spend doing other things and trying to, you know, keep product inventory up. So, um, the suppressor mat is a three by five foot piece is our biggest piece that we sell, unless you want to go up to the full roll, which is 33 and a half feet by 36 inches wide. And then our thermoguard, uh, those come in either 24 by 48 inch rolls or a bigger 48 by 72 inch roll. Um, and you know, just a couple of those, and especially an old truck, if you're just, you know, a bench seat up front, you're not going to take very many of those to do that. Um, and then the other aspect is we do um, the NSRA show, the National uh, Street Rod Association show in Louisville. That show mainly is uh, restoration. That's what all that is, is all the old shows or all the old cars. I think that the uh, the newest your car can be is, I, I want to say, 20 or 30 years old is the newest your car can be to even get in that show. So everybody's worried about heat because, you know, they didn't have the different insulation products that we have now to keep those cars cooler. So they use our product to keep their cars cooler. And every year we either have people come up that tell us how great their product is and how well it's working for them and how happy they are and happy their wife is. Um, or we have people coming up complaining about uh, the heat issue and, and wanting something for it. So um, those are the two main products we use, but we do have other products that can go on the exterior, say the exterior firewall that will shield that heat from ever even getting to the body panels of the cockpit of the car. It's one of the things that, that I really noticed in being in a vehicle that didn't have it. And then somebody did a restoration on it and they put it in there. It is a night and day difference with road noise, the heat, everything. It's, it's, it's totally worth it. It was always something that stuck with me about, I definitely need to make sure that I use this if I ever do do a restoration on something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of the the very first things that, um, that you'll notice if you didn't think about it, you'll, you'll know that, uh, you have an issue and, and you should have addressed it and you'll either revisit it or you won't make that mistake next time and your car will sit a little while. So <laughs> I was curious with all the different things that you do there, you probably come in contact with a lot of different types of customers and the questions they have. What are some common questions that you guys get about any of the products that you guys offer? Um, most of the questions we get are, are just basically trying to keep uh, certain components from melting under the hood. Um, we do deal with a lot of race application uh, questions. Um, and RVs have become something that's pretty popular uh, that, that we're starting to branch out into. Um, but realistically, our exhaust wrap seems to be one of the main things that we get questions about. Um, and there seems to be a confusion out there with a lot of people as far as uh, what can be applied to an exhaust system. And, um, you know, people will go to their local Napa or AutoZone or different stores and buy materials that they think, you know, they read the package and, you know, they may take it a certain way and think, well, I can put this on my exhaust system and it may have adhesive on it. Adhesive with heat, they don't work, um, especially on something that gets as hot as, as an exhaust system. So we do have people that'll call in that, um, you know, somebody from a parts counter told me I can put this on, what should I do? So a lot of questions that we get is problem solving um, or, you know, what, what product would I need to fix this problem or what product would best suit my issue? 
That makes a lot of sense because it, like when you, if you're ever underneath your truck and it's been running for a little bit, you only make the mistake once of getting too close to the exhaust pipe because you realize how hot it is, especially the down pipe, which I've done a few times. And it's like, you learn real quick. Like I need to do something to, you know, to keep the heat away from it. Um, but I think that's, what's really important is understanding the specialty that you guys have with it and understanding it well, in the history too, you know, with making it and manufacturing it and helping people versus what they may find locally. Um, as you mentioned in some of the, the confusion that's out there. So I think buying a specific product that's designed for this is where you can avoid a lot of issues doing this yourself in your garage or, you know, at the shop or something like that. Right. And yeah, I mean, there's, um, there are times where a box may read a certain way or somebody behind a parts counter may tell you something. Our phone numbers on everything that we sell, don't hesitate to call us. Um, and if it's after hours, as we are at Eastern time zone, I know your mountain time zone, if you know, eight to five every day, Monday through Friday, we're in the office. And if you call us, we'll answer and we'll provide you with info you need. Um, you can ask for me direct and I'll come to the phone and I'll talk to you. Um, you know, don't hesitate to, to call us and ask how something should be applied or what would be the right product for even purchase it. Cause I don't want you to waste your money on something that isn't right for your application. Um, cause that's one thing we ran into too, because the guy at a parts counter told somebody this works and, you know, not to their fault. They have, you know, so many different parts that they have to deal with on a daily basis from every aspect of a vehicle. They're not going to know the ins and outs of everything. And uh, that's just something that's frustrating as, as, as a user myself of the material, I want to know what's the right application and I'm not going to purchase something and spend my money when I'm still slightly confused. I'll call the company or, um, you know, somebody who is a direct retailer of it that is, you know, well-versed in it to get the info I need. And we're always here to help those customers. You had mentioned, you know, using the product yourself and I, I know racing is a part of the company. Do you, do you race yourself? What kind of vehicle, you know, do you have is racing a, a passion of yours? Racing has always been a passion of mine. Um, NASCAR was my, my biggest passion growing up. Um, and which some of the teams do buy from us from NASCAR as well. Um, but obviously those sports are a little more expensive, uh, <laughs> time consuming, uh, myself personally, the most, most I've ever spent racing was, uh, doing motocross. Um, there's not a, a huge benefit to our product in that other than keeping, uh, your, your airbox cooler and your, uh, gas tank cooler. That's about it because other than that, on a dirt bike, as much as they take abuse and as much as you pressure wash them, everything kind of gets beat up on them uh, very quickly. So um, I did race motocross for a period of time. I have retired because I my body can't take it anymore. Um, but other racing, I would love to do anything. I did race a super late model on dirt for a short period of time. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but there again, that's a vehicle or a type of racing that it takes a lot of abuse. Um, but there again, our products are still applicable, but they will take a, a decent amount of abuse. I think NASCAR was my probably first exposure and it was on TV at first to racing and it was really cool to watch. And I love Dale Earnhardt. Like he was my favorite one, you know, growing up. And then this was a long time ago. I, somebody I knew had tickets to a race in Phoenix. And I went out there and I knew, I didn't know what to expect. 
and just being there in the sound from the cars and when they pass, it was just, it was a completely different experience and seeing how many people go to these races was just something that really stuck with me. And I think maybe subconsciously, this was before I was into diesel trucks. It was just, it was such a cool atmosphere and and seeing the fans and then the racers and it just kind of, I don't know, it was like the Super Bowl and the world series and everything just wrapped into one, into one event, but they, you know, have a ton of them all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had a very small exposure to it, uh, going myself, um, been to a lot of the local races as far as like the world of outlaw sprint cars and things like that, you know, dirt track racing is something that I've really, um, developed a passion for as I've gotten older and can, you know, once I got my driver's license and was able to go places on my own. And, um, but I did get to go to the Daytona 500 one year and that was a pretty cool experience. And like you said, the, the sound and the, the pack of cars going by is something that it, it, TV doesn't do it justice. No. Um, and then years later we got to, uh, we actually are somewhat family friends, my father and uh, the president, or he may be former president of uh, the Arca series, Ron Drago, um, which is like a step down from NASCAR. Uh, invited us up to Michigan to that race and during uh, intermission between their races the cup series was actually out practicing so we got to be on pit road for that so seeing the cars up close and be down there when they're going by on the front stretch uh, was was a pretty cool experience myself something I'm curious about because I'm not around as much racing as you are but you've had exposure you know to these different types um, whether it's NASCAR or other things how many of when you're in the pits or you're behind the scenes, how many diesel trucks do you see hauling things, whether it's equipment, it might not be cars, but just equipment. How many of them are around these other types of racing series? A lot. Um, a lot of the, the people who are enthusiasts of those sports, um, you know, they have their own cars and their own racing that they do. And they tow it with a diesel because it makes the most sense for, uh, for them, not only the power that the vehicle generates, but um, you know, everything that, that they do um, need something that can pull and nothing is able to pull like a diesel. So uh, whether it's the semi haulers that all the teams show up in or the motor homes they're camping in or the people who just show up, especially uh, down towards the Southern parts of the United States, diesel trucks is, is a huge thing. It is up here in Ohio as well, but um, down South where the vehicles can stay clean year round and not have to deal with snow and salt and things like that. Um, yeah, it, it's a very big, uh, very big, uh, group of people that are enthusiasts of diesels in every sense, whether it's, um, the pro motocross races that I've gone to the dirt series, uh, the cup series, um, really anything professional sporting events of any kind, uh, diesel trucks are everywhere and, and everybody loves them. So that was one of the things I got sort of a crash course in it is I grew up in Colorado um, and then lived on the West coast for a little bit and I would see diesel trucks and, and they're, they're pretty popular in the Rocky mountain region. I think because the elevation and they just perform better than, than gas vehicles. But whenever I've gone to the Midwest, it's on a whole other level when it comes to performance, the number of diesel trucks, there's a lot of diesel companies there. And it's really, I think it was one of the most formative things was, you know, going to some of the events out there and just seeing how popular they are, the culture around it. It really helped me understand the passion for diesel trucks, performance, racing, and how people use them. They're used on the farm. They're used for tons of different things. It's a, 
it's totally different than here. And it was you know, really kind of eye-opening to see. And it was my first sort of exposure to like the diesel lifestyle, which it really is. There's so many parts that, that, uh, formulate around it. And it's, uh, yeah, just something that I think, I mean, it inspired me. It, it got me really interested in this industry, really interested in automotive. And that's why I love doing podcasts like this and learning more about a company and the passion and the excitement behind it. And so it was really cool to chat with you today. And I appreciate your time being able to connect with me and then help our audience understand ways they can protect not just their race truck, but you know, you had mentioned daily drivers, RVs, other applications and you know, we use diesel trucks to tow other things or use them in different ways. We don't necessarily have to race them, but to take advantage of some of the products that are out there. Right. And yeah, people use them like around us, there's a lot of farmland. So yeah, people use them on the farms. People use them to haul trailers. Uh, a lot of people have their own landscaping businesses and, and they'll use them to tow their trailers around with their mowers and their equipment and things like that. So yeah, diesel trucks are um, are definitely very popular and, and widely used in, in pretty every aspect of, of life. So um, yeah, they're, they're a very popular uh, choice of vehicle and, and we have the products to help keep them running. If people have questions about your products or they want to connect with you guys, how can they do that? Um, you know, whether calling in, following you guys on social media, emailing in, what are great ways for people to call in or, or just message you guys with questions or you know, something about an application or maybe they have um, some technical details that they're looking for? Yeah, so there's a, there's a comment section on our website that people can go in and, and uh, you know, send us a message with their email attached and we'll respond to them. Uh, the next business day. Um, you can check us out on any of our Instagram or Facebook. Uh, you can give us a call 1-800-274-8437 or just thermotech.com. Um, but yeah, any way that you want to get a hold of us, if you just check out thermotech.com, all the links to everything are on there, our number, all of our social media, um, and we'll get back to you. And if you need to speak to me directly, put it in the message and, uh, They'll, they'll let me know. There's only, I think, eight of us at the shop. So it's not very big and there's no hiding. They'll find me. So <laughs> be able to get a hold of me. Well, I appreciate uh, you taking time out of your day to connect with me, answering the questions that I had, helping me understand more, um, you know, about the product. And it was something I've wanted to talk about for a long time because it goes hand in hand with so many other products that we talk about on the podcast. And it's, I think, one of those, one of those upgrades that it's it's so important to do and it can be overlooked sometimes i think when people are looking at their build list or, or what they want to do but there's so much benefit that you can get for you know how easy it can be to install it to, to put it on and the benefits so i appreciate you educating me helping me understand more and uh and chatting with us today yeah absolutely thanks for having me on uh, this is a great opportunity and uh glad that glad that you reached out to uh get us on here don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kaiusa.com. Use code diesel2023 for 20% off orders over $50 and free shipping. So it's a great way to save some money, get some really cool gear. If you need a knife for EDC, hunting, fishing, around the job site, around the house, they've definitely got you covered. They've had a whole bunch of new releases in 2023, different uh, blade shapes, different handle shapes, and different uh, blade steel as well. So depending on what you're looking for, they've definitely got you covered and have a bunch of different choices to meet any budget. Also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, Tyler Lowen and 23 Diesel, J. Cole, John, all of our other Patreon supporters, all of you who subscribe on YouTube podcast apps, follow us on social media. We appreciate all your support here in your 7 of the Diesel podcast and look forward to bringing you more of the content that you want to hear 
in 2023. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.